Preston, Preston, near post City, it's in, and again Warren Spink has a hand in it, Andrew Zinni scores the goal, not only are the fans winning on the terraces, the team are winning on the pitch, two goals in two minutes, 2-1 up, Preston Macedonia, and we've got an invasion on it. Field ball for Zineski to try the spectacular. It's brilliant. Is it over the line? Yes. What's a goal from Alex Zineski? Through ball for Spink. He's in the box. Back for Cole. Cole square. Here's a chance for Smith. Smith, yes, it's there. Spink, Cole, Smith. Smith doing the damage. 1 0. Hello and welcome to the brand new pavilion here at BT Connor Reserve. Genesis Steel Stadium. We are delighted to be broadcasting on site tonight. Two massive wins for both of our senior teams in the league over the weekend. I've got women's assistant coach Saki Zefe and uh, flying fullback. Do you like that description? I'll take it. I'll definitely Liv take Edwards it. Liv Edwards <laughs> is here with me as well. A few housekeeping announcements before we get into the thick of it, of course. Uh, we are, for the senior men's team, away at Doveton, 3 p.m. kickoff on Saturday. And then for the women away at Tarara Park against Whitehorse on Sunday, also at 3 p.m. kickoff. But there are also a number of pavilion events going on, uh, including tomorrow, a members barbecue, including life members. So if for entry, please wear your lanyard. Uh, next Wednesday, we've got past players and coaches coming for a barbecue. And on Friday, past presidents and committee. So a number of fantastic events from uh, some of the most valued people in our Preston family, drinks at bar prices, and for uh, more information on those, uh, stay tuned to the socials. Uh, we should get into it because it was a massive, massive result against one of your title rivals from last season, Warrandara. 4-0 away victory to start the league campaign, Liv. You couldn't have really scripted it any better, right? Absolutely. It is absolutely mind-blowing that was, we got off to such a great start um, this year. So, you know, we knew coming into it it was going to be a very tough game, probably our toughest game in the season, um, you know, straight out. Um, but, yeah, blew them away in the end, 4-0. Unbelievable. I mean, Rachel got you off to a great start, but I think it was that penalty save from Zam Zam on her Incredible. senior debut. Tell us a little bit about this goalkeeper because I saw the highlight before I realised this was her first ever senior game. Yeah. Stopping yeah. a penalty at 1-0 against one of the best teams in the competition. And it was such a strong hand too. It was just probably one of the best penalty saves in women's football I have honestly seen among any age group. It was incredible kept us in the game. We were, we were sort of sort of starting to lose a little bit towards the end of that first half, but um, really kept us in it big time. Absolutely. And it set you on your way in the second, ended up blowing them away in sort of midway through the second half. We've heard a lot about the fitness of this group. Seems to stand you in, in good stead, certainly early on in the season. Yeah, definitely. I, um, yeah, the girls especially. Look, I've had some run-ins with injuries and bits and pieces, so flying fullback live is yet to be flying, um, you know, got 20 minutes in, but uh, yeah, I'll catch up to the rest of the team with the fitness shortly. <laughs> we'll bring in Saki's on the discussion, mate. Congratulations as well. And uh, uh, preparing the, the team so well for this, uh, this opening fixture, they uh, lived up to your expectations and then some. Yeah. Um, yeah. Credit to, to both sets of teams. Um, you know, they, they, they both came out with, uh, I guess, to, to, to set the tone and, um, yeah, to come away both teams with a 4-0 win. Couldn't have asked for anything better. Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, tell us a little bit about what the pre-season has looked, at, uh, looked like and what you and Dan and the fitness staff have been up to. Um, yeah, look, we, um, we've, had a, we've had a very long pre-season. Um, we started very early in January, um, obviously with, with, you know, last year finishing the season off pretty early and um, yeah we got the girls in pretty early and each and every one of them were 
keen and, and ready to go. Um, their, 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 their hunger is, is, is there. Um, and yeah, credit to, to, to Nat as well. Nat, she's been, um, she's a um, strength and conditioning trainer and she's, she's, uh, she's got them tipped up, ready to go and, and it showed on, on, on the weekend. Liv, compared to last season, it's mostly the same group with a sprinkling of extra quality added, uh, especially in the final third there. What's the difference this season? Yeah, it's, um, you know, the, like you said, a little sprinkling of a little bit of extras and it just lifts the entire team, you know. Rach and I came into it sort of partway through last year and that was a solid start and, you know, her and I already saw the team lift because they have it in them. The, the girls really do have it in them and as Dan always says to the team, you know, I want to keep all of you and we, you know, when we do make it up, because it's going to happen, I, you know, especially after this start. Um, so, um, yeah, it, it, it just the, the, the talent that has come in from all bits and pieces and especially in that final third, Kiwa is an absolute machine. Um, she is, yeah, I'm always on her at training and it's tough, but it, it just makes the rest of us better and, and lifts the entire team. Tell us a little bit about her. I was wondering how long it would take for her name to be mentioned. Uh <laughs> Two goals on the weekend. She came in on the eve of the season, yes. one training session, straight into the cup game scores, yep. and two goals uh, against Burundara, including one of the greatest solo goals I think I've ever seen. The girl has incredible footwork and she is just speedy. She's keeping everyone on their toes and um, will definitely be an absolute weapon um, moving forward. But it was so good again to see Rachel on the score sheet as well. Um, I think this, the, her second goal, um, I actually jumped up so quickly from the ground, I almost passed out. <laughs> I turned around to the rest of the bench and was like, oh, God, I need to sit down. Um, so, yeah, just happy. And, and now Mel will be the next one. Um, hopefully they're on the score sheet maybe this weekend with a couple. Yeah, no pressure, Mel. Yeah, but, uh, nothing. <laughs> I, I want to uh, give some people some context as to this solo goal we're talking about because if you haven't seen it, we've got the highlights up on the socials. Uh, it's a run from halfway the ball breaks to her. She takes her first touch around a defender and then nutmegs the second one trying to tackle her, runs the field, I think beats one of the defenders she already went past again, yep. goes past another player on the edge of the box and puts it in the bottom corner. Yeah, like that's that's put, unbelievable. She puts it into practice at training, sometimes doing it on me and I will make sure <laughs> it happens less and less as the season gets on. <laughs> <laughs> Three push-ups after a, after a nutmeg or is it a fine? What, what's the system? Don't encourage anyone, please. <laughs> How impressed have you been with uh, our new Japanese signing up front, Sarkis? Uh, yeah, um, she, yeah, she's like Liv said, she's she's quick. She's um, you know her, her ball control is really really good. Um, I was just um, talking to one of the um, one of the, the members outside, and the first training session she came, she um, we came out, you know, she came out a little bit early. She set some cones up, and she was you know quick feet in and out, in and out, in and out. And it's just like, who does that on their first training session of, you know, somewhere in a different country? Um, and, um, yeah, but just like it shows. Yeah, she's – her ball control is, is, is really good. And, um, you know, complement that with, you know, having Rachel in the middle and, and, and Mel out on the other side. It's unbelievable That's, forward line you've got at your disposal it's there. Like, it's like a Mack truck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, he told me this in confidence, but I don't mind sharing it. Dan said he signed her off 90 seconds of uh, video yes. footage. Yeah. That's all he needed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Eye for talent there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. The, um, yeah the, I, saw, I saw that same clip as well. And as soon as we, you know, myself and, and Liam saw it as well, we're like, dude, <laughs> 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 um, can't let this one slip by. And, um, yeah, so... You know, she's um, yeah, she's she's as good as she is. She still works hard. Mm. Um, she brings up uh, everyone to to her level as well, and you know, um, and that's great. And that's all you all you can ask for from um, from a coaching point of view. So, absolutely, you know, really good. And and Liv, uh, this season with uh, the uh, difficulties you've gone through in preseason, you mentioned a few injuries. Mm -hmm. Where where are you at right now, and and where, how are you tracking? You got some minutes off the bench on the weekend. Yeah, well, I actually started um, started got twenty minutes under my belt, um, and then this week we kind of oh right because it's interchange, yeah, isn't I know, it? I it's, always it's forget. It's kind of mind blowing. Yeah. It's it's great, especially for someone like myself who has had those couple of injuries, and it makes it a little bit easier to get that road to recovery and back into match fitness. So. 20 minutes last weekend, we'll try and double that, but split it up this weekend. And um, 
yeah, just keep keep working in week in, week out. But um, yeah, injuries are all good. So it's just getting that fitness back that we so worked hard for um, over the preseason, but lost from a couple of weeks being out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that uh, forfeit in the cup was uh, a bit of annoying. Yeah, that would have been the first the one back for me. So yeah, took me a week behind, but um, yeah, back into it now, which is really great. And, and you and Rachel is two of the more experienced players in, mm-hmm. in quite a young group. Yeah. What's the kind of leadership role that you two take on? Yeah, I think it's just sort of, like I said briefly earlier, every girl in this team has what it takes to, to be at that next level. And, you know, Rachel and I have been up in NPL before and and sort of been there for a little while and see what it does take to be there. And it, it's just the consistency. Um, the girls all have it in them and we just need to bring it out of them. And it's just small things like switching on in the warm-ups, um, putting in as much as you can in every single session and um, as well looking after your bodies, especially for myself getting a little bit older now. It's uh, scary to say, but, um, uh, you know, just looking after ourselves and, you know, as well check, keep checking on teammates as well, making sure they're not sort of pretending they're all fine and, and sort of battling through things. But, yeah, just lifting lifting the small things up and just keeping everyone going. I was actually asking Dan on the weekend uh, in the morning, what, what's your starting lineup going to be? Because I wanted to be briefed ahead of the show. And he said, oh, it depends on the warm-up. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not sure yet. I mean, I have some idea, but, you know, if someone's not looking their best, it's, it's to the bench with you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of, you know, standard that you've got to push, right? I mean, being switched on from the very start of the match, is, is that something you're keeping an eye on on, on game day? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, first 10, 15 minutes is very important. You know, like I said before, it sets the tone and um, you need to be switched on. Um, so, you know, I guess we touched on it before when, um, you know, players like Liv and, and Rachel and, and those girls have played at NPL don't know what that is. So, you know, having that experience and that leadership, they can, you know, push that down to, to, to the younger girls as well. Um, so that everyone's ready, all 11 players are ready, um, as opposed to, you know, just a, your sort of senior experienced player. So, um, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's really good. Well, talking about the uh, 16-year-old goalkeeping prodigy, you threw into the action on the weekend and yes. uh, came up with potentially the match-winning moments uh, with that penalty save. Yep. Uh, what was the, the message to her pre-game and... What was she like in in the warm up? Was she a bit nervous ahead of her debut because she certainly didn't look it? <laughs> um, I, well, I don't know about her um, in the warm up, um, but leading up to it, you know, during the the um, and uh, in the week as well. Yeah, yeah. during the week, just um, you know, just keeping tabs on her and just seeing how she is. And she was actually quite for a sixteen year old. She was quite relaxed. I mean, she was nervous, obviously, and that's and that's normal. Um, but um, yeah, look, you know, she's. She's a really good goalkeeper. Um, she's she's tall. She's strong. You know, there's mm. there, there's there's nothing stopping her from doing what she does with us in the twos to doing it in the one. So um, yeah, so she's 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 um, she's got a good head on her shoulders as well, which which helps. Um, and um, yeah, and she um, yeah, like like you said, match winning. You know. 1-0, went into half-time, could have been 1-1. It's a whole different ball game. Um, so, yeah, um, getting the girls in at 1-0 was, was, was crucial. Um, and then, yeah, come out second half and, you know, took control of the game. So that was, yeah, hats off to her. Absolutely. Um, Liv, from your perspective, mm-hmm. was 4-0 a deserved scoreline? Was it a bit flattering in the end? Because looking at... Last season's fixtures, where it was a win and a loss against Burundara, and they were such tight games. Four 0 seems like an aberration in I comparison. I, it, honestly, like I said earlier, it was a bit of a shock. Um, you know, like I came, I wasn't there for the first game last year, but was there for the second, and it was a tight game. We we fought that right until the end, um, and came away with the points. But uh, you know, especially round one, you're thinking everyone's going to be putting all their cards out there round one to to really mm. get those points early and. Um, you know, like I said, it, it was pretty tight first half, but then I think, you know, credit to, again, the girls and the coaching staff getting us in early for pre-season and kicking our butts. <laughs> um, you know, I think that definitely helped us run out and then just the quality across the pitch and, and the, the entire team, not just, you know, like we said, the amazing forward line we had, but the efforts from absolutely everyone out there that was just consistent and great. 
who was the unsung hero on the weekend that we haven't brought up yet? Oh, is there um, someone who comes to mind <laughs> that we can give a shout out to for doing the, the dirty oh, work that doesn't get on the highlight reel? Gosh, it's, it's always the back line. Mm. Always the back line. Yeah, Guys, well, I as, as a defender, I, I think we've got a biased observer <laughs> here, but go on. Uh, I, honestly, the entire back line and especially there's a couple of um, the younger girls that have been switching in and out and especially through myself being injured – um, they step up every week and just run and run and run until their legs can't go anymore, which is at the end of the game. So, you know, credit to absolutely everyone that is out on that pitch. Absolutely. And looking across the competition this season, I don't know how uh, closely an eye you keep on the, the other teams and, and your competition, but is there is there a side that you're looking at based on their recruitment that, that is going to be a threat this season and is going to be a contender? Yeah, look, there's definitely quite a couple of ex-MPL players that I've played against that have sort of Well, this is why down. I ask you because you've yeah, got the knowledge, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's actually really good. I think it's going to absolutely lift each and every team. You know, like I said, when Rachel and I came in last year, it was just – it took two people just to say, hey, guys, let's step it up just this little bit. Like I'm not asking the world of you, but let's just go that tiny bit more and, and, and that will happen across all those other teams. So it's not necessarily one particular player – that I've got my eye on in particular, I just think it's going to be across the board, the whole league's going to lift this year. And you've got more of a chance to keep an eye on your opposition now with the I announcement that from round four, all of the games in the league are going to be streamed. Absolutely Which is, came out, I'm so I thrilled. think it was yesterday, yep. the news. Uh, so that's a big one. Yep. So uh, your first home game uh, against Knights won't be. That's mm-hmm. just before the cutoff. We'll be doing that one live. Yep. So uh, that means every, uh, every game from... Uh, after this week, will every uh, people will be able to watch, which is so good. It's thrilling, and you know MPL, and we had that through through there. So it's just great to see that trickle down into the VPL now, and especially being from interstate, you know, having family interstate mm. in different different parts of Australia. It, it's great to to have them on board and actually be able to see finally. So from round four, MPL.TV is the place to go for everything. Is that going to be a, a bit of a scouting tool for the coaches as well? Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, you know, the way football is these days, everything's on 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 on, on social media. So, you, you, yeah, I, I'm sure everyone will be out on it, <laughs> studying it. Out of you and Dan, you know, who's the more uh, studious one in terms of forensically going over, you know, VO oh. footage and replays? It's not me. <laughs> there's, there's no question there's, there's in that no, at all. I don't think he sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was actually uh, looking at the VO footage when I was getting the highlights for mm-hmm. the socials and it's got, you know, a, a marker every oh. like five minutes with yep. like a two paragraphs. We get of notes. tagged in those. So you know when he's doing video analysis because you just get email after email after email <laughs> after email. But they're good. They're useful, I promise. <laughs> any uh, any tips that you can d- disclose that you've been picked up from the video analysis this season or is it all under wraps? For me, just keep running. Please keep running. <laughs> that's, that's an easy one, right? Yeah. All right. With that, I think we'll take a short ad break. We'll be back with these two on the other side here on the Lion's Den. So don't you dare go anywhere. You're listening to the Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. And we're back here on the Lions Den, the official Preston Lions Club show, coming to you live from the brand new pavilion here at Jenna Steel Stadium. I'm Josh Parrish, and with me from the women's team, our assistant coach Sarkis, and soon to be flying fullback Liv Edwards. Uh, <laughs> is that better? Better. We've got a big game coming up this weekend, yes. Sunday, 3 p.m. kickoff at Tarara Park mm-hmm. against Whitehorse. What kind of a challenge are you expecting from Whitehorse? Did you play them last season? I didn't. We, uh, one of we the games were, you missed we out about on. To, about to play them and I was so upset because I do have a lot of friends in that team. So I, look, not trying to get myself a yellow card this weekend, but it's definitely going to get physical. <laughs> I like to hear that. That's good. That's good. Uh, they're a well-supported club, Whitehorse. Yep. Usually, um, look, whenever you're watching like a, a – FV draw for a cup or something. There's just a million horse emojis in the yep. chat. So from that, I'm assuming they've got pretty decent decent supporter base, uh, good team, and uh, should be a decent matchup this one. You've, you you know some people in that side. You used to play with them. Or? Yeah, yeah, bullying, pretty much old bullying girls. Um, so yeah, no, definitely it's uh, you know Burundara and Whitehorse are definitely going to be the top mm. two that we're um, looking forward to hopefully winning this year. And you know, one's out of the way. Let's get the second one done this weekend. 
Sakis, you expecting a challenge this weekend? I mean, you made mincemeat of Burundara in round one, so uh, maybe it won't be as difficult as we're expecting. Uh, look, you know, um, to make that one stick, you got to you got to back it up this week as well. So um, the girls need to need to uh, prepare well, and and you know, you know, Whitehorse they're going to be tough as well. So um, although we didn't get to play them last season, from memory, you know, we didn't get to play them, but you know. Um, yeah, that we we definitely we know we know we know that they're a, they're a strong strong outfit. So um, yeah, it's going to be a good one this week, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Is there been a particular focus in in training in terms of improving on that performance, or is it just more of the same? Please. <laughs> uh, no, nah, we're always you know Dan, Dan's you know he's always meticulous. Um, you know, there's always there's always room for improvement. You know, you ask any coach, there's always room for impro- improvement. Um, in your team on the weekend, um, and obviously Whitehorse will play a little bit different to, to the way Burundara play. So, you know, just we'll, we'll try and um, nullify mm. those those threats and uh, and then work on our strength. So, yeah, no different to any other week. So, Saki's and Dan, not the only members of the coaching staff, of course. I, I love to bring up the fact that you've got a, a uh, Olympic weightlifter uh, in your in your stable this season. Uh, what has Nat Cho brought to the mix? Yeah, she's an absolute gem, and I've actually had Nat previously in other clubs get my body right. And I, as soon as I found out from Dan that she was on board this year, I was beyond thrilled. Um, Nat is just one a genuinely amazing human, but she knows her stuff. Um, so it's been really helpful getting in the gym with her on a Monday night, um, all through preseason, pretty much, partially. Again, kicking our butts, it's, it's kind of a common theme at the moment um, in the cardio side of things, but just getting our bodies right and, and especially for myself, helping strengthen up those bits and pieces that haven't had it, especially with two seasons practically in the bin. Did she ever get frustrated and just say this is how it's done and, you know, triple, quadruple <laughs> the weight that you're, you're pulling up? Look, she, she definitely knows she could. She could probably, like, times it by five. So she's, <laughs> she probably she's not bench a show-off. press off. off the team, so... <laughs> We'll make it happen. We'll get a video up. <laughs> Actually, I think that would do numbers, so please please do. So the game this weekend, a 3 p.m. kickoff at Tarara Park on Sunday. To get that support down on your side, what, what would that mean? Because we saw the, the celebrations after the win on the weekend, get a few more supporters in amongst that, the, the energy levels in the second half, that's what you need, right? A hundred percent. You know, each, each person that's there is going to contribute to the, to the energy and and especially us backing it up again and especially, you know, with some girls in there that we definitely want to, you know, come out with a win against. Yeah, so a bit personal for Liv this 100%. weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot wait for this one. Uh, this is the last match that won't be streamed. So this is one you have to get down to if you want to see. So 3 p.m. Sunday, Tarara Park. Be there. Otherwise, you know, you'll have to rely on the, uh, the shaky zoomed out VO footage on the highlights so no one wants that. Yeah. After this, every game streamed. The club will be streaming the next match against Melbourne Knights and then from round four, FE will take up the uh, cudgels on the, over the entire league and that will be on MPL.TV. So fantastic exposure for our women's team who are absolutely tearing it up so far this season. 4-0 in the first round. We can't wait to see what they do in the rest of the campaign. Liv, thank Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. And Sarkis, thank you so much for joining me. All right, thanks for having us. We've got a a break, but we've got Jimmy Harron, Big H, on the other side from the senior men's team. Stick around for that. You're listening to The Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back here on the Lions Den on FNR Football Nation Radio and the Preston Lions Facebook page. I'm Josh Parrish. I've got Big Jimmy H with me, James. Welcome going? back to the Lions Den. Great to have you. Thanks for having me, mate. First of all, we've got to address off the top. Uh, you weren't playing, but FFA Cup last night against Bo Morris uh, at the Graham Trip Reserve. Disappointing result with a rotated squad going out four three in a pretty madcap. Uh, FA or Australia Cup time, we should say. Uh, what were your, you know, reflections on the game? Um, I did play. Came on second half. Oh right, okay. But you didn't um, start. Didn't but... start. Yeah. Uh, look, it's very disappointing. Um, I'm still burning. Like it's, it's. You know, I'm trying to be diplomatic and stuff, but it's very disappointing. Um, the team was changed. Wasn't our usual starting eleven, but you know, the team we put out there on paper and you know us as blokes we know that we're betting on them we know we should have won 
um, just didn't go away. They deserved the win, so credit to them. Um, but just, yeah, disappointing and not good enough, to be honest with you. So, as, you know, apologies on behalf of me and the squad um, to the Preston fans and to the club. Uh, it's not good enough, and we apologise for that, and it's done now. So, our, uh, our aim is on to Doveton on the weekend and get back in get back in the swing of things in, in the league. So You actually had a pretty decent away turnout. Uh, I heard a couple of hundred making the trip down to the southeast, which is a long, long way. So mm. credit to those fans who came to watch. Credit, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a great club. I mean, the fans come and support us, you know, home and away, and that should drive us, and it does drive us. It's just disappointing that we, we didn't repay them uh, how we should because it's massive. I mean, the FFA... To get knocked out in the first round, it's like it's for the club and for the players. It's you know you can draw a big mm. big team. It's just the excitement. But hey, it is what it is. It's done and dusted now. Um, I'm still obviously, as you can tell, not marvelously pleased about the result and stuff. So, and nor would we want you to be exactly like yeah, you've it, got is, to use it that. is. It is what it is, man. But like it's yeah, it's it's not it's not ideal. But uh, like I said, done and dusted now. Um, I've had many rants about it, like in my head and with people, whatever. But on to Doveton, and we'll get the three points. So that's all good. On to the weekend, where you got a chance to make it right against a team that was up there last season. Decent, decent group. Yeah, yeah. Doveton, um, always high up in the league. Uh, we played them last season uh, and got the result. Obviously, I think it was a two-nil win away. Um, yeah, it was uh, Terence and Ryu with Terence the goals. And Ryu, yeah, they scored goals. Um, we sort of know what to expect. I mean, it's never an easy game, uh, especially on their ground. I don't think it's unreal, the ground. But um, it just well, goes... Well, you get that away in MPL 3. Exactly, though. and I mean... It can't all be plush, beautiful BT corner reserve. Exactly, but I mean, in terms of like confidence and that, we look at Sunshine. You know, we had a tough game against Sunshine. Came, uh, you know, won the game 2-1. Springvale wasn't a great pitch. Great uh, game wasn't you know, as our football style we'd like to play, but got the result. So it shows confidence in our squad that we can grind out result and uh, be resilient in that factor. Um, and obviously Geelong that we just played mm. on our pitch, you know, we could put our, put our foot forward and play how we wanted to play and the goals came. So Doveton is just going to be reverting back to, you know, getting the job done. And if we can play, we'll play, but it's all about three points. So Absolutely. Um if you can wind your mind back, it seems like years ago now, but uh, last Friday, our home opener against Geelong, 5-0 on the night in front of a massive, massive home crowd. Take us through the night and, and the feeling of, of walking out in front of that, that baying uh, the terrace that was just absolutely heaving when the goals went in. Yeah, it's mad. It's a mad feeling. I mean, until you actually experience it, like, you know, players can come here from other teams and experience it one-off and that, but... It's just a great feeling, man, to be a part of this club. You know, the club's it's a massive, it's a massive family, and uh, you know, the sponsors put in a lot of work, and the fans put in a lot of work to get this club to where it is. And for us, it's just we just play, don't I mean? But we appreciate mm -hmm. everything, and it's an unreal feeling for the fans to turn out, and it's just a massive vibe. It's 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 sick. It's wicked. Yeah. Two absolute screamers in the first half. Uh, Noor Shahavdich on the on the break cutting inside and mm. slotting one from outside the box and then Connor Bell again with the free kicks. Yeah, He's he, a machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, he had some shooting practice uh, the other day and I think he missed a few shots and I said to him, he needs a wall in front of him. <laughs> if he hasn't got a wall in front of him, he won't score. So, But no, good um, good result, obviously. Uh, still could have been a bit more goals. Uh, missed a few chances, whatnot, but... We take five. Take five. We'll take five and clean sheet. I mean, so the defence is doing well. Um, you know, you don't concede as, you know, you, and you score, you, you win the game. So, I can't help noticing uh, what you described as a scratch from round one oh, yeah, on, on the Brigino's. A couple of stitches in that one? Yeah, about six or seven, but uh, just like a little scratchy watch in it. So. <laughs> Saw one against North Sunshine. Yeah. What did you expect? I'll take many more scratches to get three points, man. So it's all good. It's I, all good I think it's actually a badge of honor for a centre back to have a scar mm. on the bridge mm. of your nose, right? And now I'm like a nine out of ten, so it's all good. Don't <laughs> <me>. <laughs> you know, it it, it humanises you and it draws attention. It does. To it keeps me. It keeps me humble, isn't it? Like now, <laughs> now I got to work my personality in that. <laughs> <laughs> you just killed our producer with that comment, by the way. Um, so that night against Geelong, 
the celebrations afterwards are absolutely bonkers. This, the uh, pavilion here was popping off. Uh, fans staying behind for a feed. It was so. It, it was just. It's just such a good, good vibe. Such a good night. Mm, mm. And the food was unreal. It was actually amazing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who cooked that lamb, but phew, she deserves a tip. Or he. I don't know who it was, but bang him. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, given you know last season, we all know what happened. We don't need to get into it, but. There's got to be, you know, big sense of drive and, and motivation for, for the group this year to, to strive for, for that, that carrot at the end of the season. Definitely. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it's not the club's fault. It's not anyone's fault about COVID. It is what it is. Um, the club shouldn't be in a position it is right now in this level. But it once again, you can't help what happened. Um, but even last season, I mean, every game we play, we want to win. Obviously, last season and the season before that, we sort of knew over our head that there's a high chance that this season wouldn't go ahead. Mm. And hopefully, touch wood, this season's all done and dusted and we can get it on. Um, so, yeah, there's obviously that drive and being away from the game for so long. And, you know, for a couple months and you just want to – you just miss being around everything. I mean, mm. like football is easy. Um, but being around the boys and the, the, the atmosphere in the club, it just like – that's what you miss. I mean, so, um, yeah, there's that drive. We want to win, obviously. Um, but – We'll be sweet. I mean, we'll do the job. And it's it's a pretty nice uh, place to play, especially <laughs> yeah, now with your uh, your brand new change rooms. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Development finally finished. You've uh, christened it with a shower, I trust. Yeah, a few cheeky showers and a bit more, but no stress. It was, um, yeah, lovely changes, man. I mean, whoever did build this place is spoiled. Yeah, yeah, very good. Like it's and it just shows the club's going in the right places. I mean, this isn't this this development didn't just come off. You know, last year's thoughts, this has been put in a place, you know, I'm sure many years ago to get us to that, to get the club to where where it should be. And, um, and that is higher than this league is now. And hopefully with B, B League in place, you know, the facilities and the fan turnout and stuff like that, it's uh, it's only putting us in a good good stead, really. For you personally, what, what have the last couple of years been like? You know, obviously, you know, it's been hard for you to get back home and, and see family and so What's forth home? in the What's UK. Home? Well, I mean, homes like when you go home and never, no. <laughs> but uh, well, we, yeah. what's it, what's it been like for you personally being being so far away from uh, from a lot of people? For me, man, I mean, it's it's not like ideal. I mean, yeah, obviously, there's players that play for Preston that live in Melbourne, and there's a few players that play for Preston that come interstate. Mm. Um, so yeah, obviously, my home's England, um, and I did go back there. I can't remember. Seems like ages ago. Got stuck there, so. Now I come here, just want to stay here. But yeah, I've got family in Perth, um, which I was dying to get back to go see my little nephew. Um, but Perth's like Hitler state, isn't it? You can't go back there. Like, no one can go. <laughs> there's no there's one, a wall, I think. No yeah. one can go to Perth. It's mad. But um, it is what it is, man. Like it is what it is. There's a lot of people worse off. Um, obviously, now the football's back, it's made things a lot easier. Now I can take my mind off things and you know enjoy the game and enjoy everyone around me and stuff. So has been hard, but is what it is and, and this man's in his element in the uh, in the change rooms right pre-match g-ing the boys up yeah yeah, yeah. that's your that's your job your job title i think is official g up merchant ah, it just just comes naturally i mean i like to be g'd up and you know everyone else likes to be g'd up everyone has their own ways of g'ing up themselves but the music does help and getting the blast in the ears going um so do you have a second in command with that role who's who's the uh the g up yeah Ah, well, there's a few. There's a few. Or even the like, DJ. The DJ. I mean, come come like during the during the week and that. Um, I'm usually DJ. Uh, just play whatever I fancy. Usually Shannon Noel. <laughs> Shannon, I heard a bit of Shannon that first match. Banging like, what about me? <laughs> anyone, I didn't expect this from an Englishman. <laughs> the thing is, anyone that doesn't like Shannon Noel, I don't need to hear from you because it's like <laughs> you listen to the tune and you just bop. Um, but no, nah, Carl plays on the uh, on the speaker come game day. And it's just like the same beat over and over again. But I actually don't mind. It's getting, it's getting. I'm getting used to it. Um, Gets in rhythm. Yeah, but I mean, everyone has their own unique personalities and whatnot. And we're all here for one reason: that's to win. And uh, if you look around and you see a good buzz, you, you naturally get buzzed up. I mean, so mm. regardless if there's music or whatever is going on about, it's up to us to g ourselves up, whatever. So. How do you even know who Shannon Noll is? I can't get over that, mate. I was like, I was born and raised in Australia. 
I, can, I just don't so get it like with the a, accent. Like, yeah, can we can we rewind for you through the personal history here? Because it's been a long time since we had you in the FNR studio yeah, yeah, yeah. going through the uh, This Is Your Life. So when, when did you go to the UK? Uh, when you, so my background's English and Irish. Yeah. So mum and dad are English and Irish. Um, but my mum popped me out in Perth. Uh, and then went, went to England. Handy 15. passport to have. There you go. Handy passport to have. Uh, went to England when I was 15. Lived there about eight years or so. So my adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, came back to Melbourne. Well, came to Perth and then came to Melbourne in 2019 with Preston. Then I've sort of been stuck here. I've been here the whole time around now. So I sort of like... I know both sides of the world, I mean, so I know, you know, the English world and I know the Australian and the old school, like, Shannon Knoll stage and stuff like that. So it's good, go. man. I mean, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. So you were here for, uh, were you here for the great uh, Australian Idol robbery of 2005? Or? Is that with Shannon Knoll? Yeah, and Guy Sebastian. Yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, it still stings, <laughs> yeah. right? Stings, yeah. man. Yeah, stings. What was your accent like when you were like, you know, 10, 11, 12? Are you a little Aussie boy or is it just yeah, is it just an English enclave in Perth? No, nah, I mean, my mum and dad, obviously, I mean, I think they still speak quite poetically posh English. But um, I'm sure I was a little hood rat. <laughs> like, I'm sure I said a few, like, slang words and that. But um, my accent now is completely changed to back in the day. Yeah, so I've got like a dodgy accent now. I mean, like half English, half Aussie, just depending what vibe I go uh, for. I can't detect a hint of the Aussie, to be honest. Nah. But no, maybe back home they can. Yeah, they can, man. Especially on a night out, if you go, if you go back in England and you you talk how I talk, I mean, I think you're Australian, which is a win. So <laughs> amazing. Yes. you got a foot in both camps. There you go. You actually got the accent edge in by on both sides of the world because you know you're exotic anywhere you go. I am an exotic juice sort of bloke, Joshy, <laughs> mate. That is right. <laughs> I think we've got to go to a break. We'll be back with more on the Lions Den. Jimmy Harron, my guest. You're listening to the Lions Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. And we're back here on the Lions Den. I'm Josh Parrish. I've got Jimmy Harron with me tonight. Uh, disappointing result, of course, uh, at Kingston, uh, the Grange Reserve. Um, but a lot of supporters very curious to see uh, our new Brazilian signing in action, Cardinho, who doesn't really speak a lick of English. Uh, no. Not hello, always, how are you, nothing. Is he, always, is he picking up words here and there? He's learnt to scream, Jimmy, Jimmy, when he wants the ball, yeah. Okay, that's, that's his first word, is <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, and that's about it, yeah. Very proud. How, mm. how, how is the communication going with him at, at training and so forth? I mean, he's new. He's only come in the last couple of weeks. Um, Obviously, like I said, doesn't speak a word of English, uh, which happens in football. Um, it's just basically up to the player if he's good enough to not that that affect him, really. Mm. Um, and we haven't really seen too much of him uh, in training or in games besides last night. That was his full, I think, full night he played. Yep. Um, and showed showed good quality. I mean, his left foot, uh, he likes to play 10, but sort of like mm-hmm. a floater like Messi. So um, sort of just floats in and out, gets the ball. But yeah, looks sharp. Um, looks like a good asset to the team. Just whether we can, as other players around him, you know, work work with him to allow him to play his game. Because obviously, naturally, he's not going to be able to pick up instructions left, right, center come come mm-hmm. game time. So uh, we have to work with him, and he has to work with us. And but so far, so good. And he looks a good uh, a good treat for us. Yeah. Well, if there's any, uh, you know. Portuguese-speaking Preston fans, uh, mm-hmm. let us know. We could we could use a hand. At the moment, it's speaking into the phone on Google Translate, right? Which it is, is pretty stilted. It is, yeah. It is. It's Google Translate. I mean, I know a few like Spanish Portuguese quotes, but like not really, not really best appropriate for a bloke. I mean, so <laughs> are you going to get the Duolingo out? Is anybody volunteered to to try and uh, learn a few words to make him feel at home? <laughs> uh, I mean. Everyone tries, and he just nods his head and understands, I guess. So, yeah, he's he's a good bloke, and I'm sure he'll be good for the team. So, we saw uh, Tomahito score a couple of goals as well. Mm. Um, he's starting to integrate with the group a little bit more. Another new signing. We've seen him in glimpses and flashes off the bench. Could have mm. had uh, an assist, I think, for Connor Bell on uh, on Friday if uh, if the keeper hadn't come up with his first save of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Connor's hat trick, isn't it? It would have been Connor's hat trick. He was yeah. he was sick about it as well. It was after yeah, yeah. a five 0 win, and the guy was miserable. But yeah, no, Tommy's um, Tommy's a very good player for us. Uh, obviously, he's, you know, patiently buying his time. Mm. Um, 
and when he comes on and he obviously came, played la, uh, last night and he's got very good uh, qualities for us obviously s- small center of gravity he's quick he's skillful he incorporates um, other players as yeah well, he's very he's very good linking up and stuff um so yeah he's a very good very good player for us definitely to have and he's when he has come on he hasn't shown anything to not say he doesn't deserve mm. you know a run absolutely so it's only building on that um and i'm sure he thinks the same um so yeah it's a very good very good uh play to have in the squad definitely absolutely and uh you've got Ray there as well if uh if you need any interpreting uh right his, his english has come on leaps and bounds by the way right it is it is i've been on a few nights out with Ray. yeah and i'll tell you what he's a bloody soldier <laughs> yeah <laughs> he just drinks his waters Yep. Waters and ice, but he stays up. He stays up on a night out, so good on him. There you go. Mm. I, mean, I, I bet the hair attracts a bit of attention as well. So. Yeah, he's a little pop star when he goes out. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what's that band? What's that K-pop band? For, for context, this is the guy who introduced himself to the team WhatsApp group by saying, you can call me Goku and then sending a selfie. <laughs> That's the one, Goku, yeah. That's the bloke. He's so versatile. It actually blows me away. This season playing in central midfield, mm. he's played on the wing. He's played at fullback. Uh, you know, the, the guy, you can just plug him in anywhere and he seems to do a job. Definitely. Um, we, all, we all know that as players. Um, obviously, Louis and Kappa know that. And he sort of does his job, like you said, does his job, doesn't, you know, he can get thrown left back, uh, left back and, and do the job there. Mm. You know, if we're missing a player in the midfield, he can happily slot in. And he does, he does a very good job. So he's, once again, a very good uh, a player for our team and we're happy to have him. And, you know, hopefully he can score some more goals for us and, you know, get start getting some more stats under his name. Um, but, yeah, he's a very... Smashed the post against Springvale, if I remember correctly, along with, you know, two or three other people. Who... Yeah, I don't know which... Yeah, there was a lot of, there was a lot of cross-smacking that game. <laughs> Kunda still thinks he scored, I think. From yeah, I think that was in, to be fair. But, it, it, um... it was a bit... Shades of Frank Lampard against Germany, mm, that one. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. Ah, well, we'll, we'll get, you'll get some more. Kunda and Roy, you'll get some more, so... I'll keep rattling on through uh, impressions of our, our new boys. Uh, Noor Shahavdic really starting to, to get a little bit of confidence. Played superbly against Geelong, I thought. And he's that, he's that link you can play into his feet all the time and mm. turn and carry the team forward. Mm. Yeah, new, um, obviously young bloke. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure where he, where he came from prior to this. He was at, he was at Dandy City um, with Sash. So right. Oh, him and, him and Ned. Yep. Got you. Okay. That's it. Um, yeah, the, well, him and Ned, basically. Mm. Uh, obviously, youngish blokes, but very good prospects. Um, and Nua has come on in the last few games, like sort of pre-season. We saw glimpses of it, but sort of had to learn himself how to play how we want to play in the team. Sure. And I think the last couple of games, he's shown that. Um, so there's a lot more confidence naturally about it. The him. difference between his confidence and his performance between the North Sunshine game versus Geelong, I thought was like he's come along Definitely. massively in a short space of time. Definitely. Um, but when you get a bit older and experience, it's like games like North Sunshine. Where the space is a bit have, tighter and the pressure's you ha- on. You yeah. have to just change your game a bit. I mean, so sure. like you're not going to be able to play how you want to play all on this. So mm. it gets to a stage where you have to change your game to work for the game. Work for who the opposition. For the conditions are. and exactly. Um, so yeah, he probably might have thought, bloody hell, like I'm not really getting the ball here, whatnot. But give it time, give it time. You know, do the basics right, and uh, you know, against Geelong, he showed. So, Doveton on the weekend, mm-hmm. smaller pitch. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a bit bobbly, a bit more physical kind of away game that we're expecting. That's the kind of conditions that you know you need people to adapt to quickly, right? Definitely, definitely. I mean. We were old and ugly enough to understand the game, you know, who we're, who we're against, you know, the pitcher on. We know it's not going to be necessarily, you know, a passing game. Not mm. to say we can't implement our style of play uh, and we'll try and do that, you know, non-stop, but understand the conditions, like you said. Um, and it's going to be a grind. You know, every game's mm. a grind. You know, obviously, perhaps didn't show against Geelong because we banged in five goals. But, you know, we had to get in that mindset prior to the game. Sure. Because if we didn't rock up, any team can beat us if we don't rock up. That's the, that's the way of the game. So, And we found that last season, a couple of really shock results you mm-hmm. know, here and there. Mm-hmm. Again, some of the top teams delivered some of your best performances and then random game here and there. You know, exactly, you see an off night, anyone can beat anyone in this division. Exactly. And unfortunately, it's not good enough for us. Um, you know, we've, we, should, we should have learnt from last season. I think we have learnt. But obviously, last night's FFA, which once again, 
still no, burning no about comment it on that. Like yep. still burn on that. Um, <laughs> but in terms of the league, you know, it's a must-win every game, and that's uh, that's the great a great pressure to have for us. You know, being at Preston, you know, we don't want to be a team where we're just accepting a loss. And Louis implements that to us. Whatever, every every game is a must-win. So it's like you win one game, you're on to the next. Um, and it's a good pressure to have. And I think everyone should understand that in the team. And I hope everyone does understand that in the team for when tough games come, that regardless of what happens, as long as you do the basics and you work hard for each other, then, you know, we're not playing for Preston because we're not good players. That mean, we'd be playing for North Sunshine or something. <laughs> um, but like, you know, we, we're playing at Preston and obviously Lou's chosen us because we're good players and he believes in us to do the job. Uh, and that's least what we sh we can do. do I mean, so absolutely, yeah. So uh, I think we'll be sweet against Doveton. It's just going to be a grind, um, but we're all up for it. We will have a good training session tomorrow, um, and then yeah, get the win on on Saturday and start again next week. I got to ask you about you know maybe the one dampener on the on the festivities on Friday night, which was the injury to San Gulam. Yeah, yeah, captain of the club this season. Going down so early with, you know, what looks like a serious knee injury, it's just heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking, man. I mean, Urson's like a lovely bloke. Mm. Like footballing-wise, unreal. Obviously, a lot of experience. And I'm lucky enough to be in his position and, and learn. I mean, it's come to a stage in my life and my football career that, you know, I need to take that next step and, and be proactive in learning about sure. things about my game that I didn't think I'd even think about. I mean, so having someone like Urson involved in the team and involved in the club is massive for me selfishly. But for everyone else, he's a massive, like, uh, just a presence and a leader. Um, so it is heartbreaking um, for him because he does want to, you know, he, he, he wants to play. I mean, it's not that mm. he's just coming down and playing for the sake of it. He wanted to play, he wanted to give back, and it's unfortunate. But, you know, he's a man and he'll accept it and it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, we appreciate what Urson gives us um, and will continue to give us. So He's going to be sticking around the club, hopefully, you know, in a off-field role. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, obviously, naturally, when something like this happens, you might take some time yeah, we'll apart, give him a get, your head, get your head right, whatever, but I'm sure um, he'll be around the club. And he loves the boys, man, and the boys love him. So, you know, it comes to a stage where football is one thing, but just being a part of the gang is mm. another thing. I mean, keep you going. So, hey, it's a pleasure to... It's a pleasure to know the bloke, Urson, man, um, and to, you know, to learn from him. Um, so I'm sure all the players will welcome him back whenever he decides to come back. So in terms of, you know, who fills his position, it's hard to replace, you know, what he gives you in terms of experience. But mm. uh, we saw uh, Ned go down with an injury against Springvale, but that's not going to keep him out for too long. Yeah, well, I think Ned, I mean, at first glance, I thought Ned, uh, Ned was gone for a while with his injury, um, but he sort of, I mean, he's a big bloke, isn't he? So he sort of recovered quite quick. So he has been training, I think, last... last he, when he came on the show, he was wearing a child-sized jersey. Yeah. <laughs> the thing nearly... He couldn't get it off. It was yeah, he's hilarious. A big, he's a big boy, isn't he? Um, <laughs> but no, he's a great... Uh, he's a great um, left-sided centre-back to have with us. Yeah. Obviously, under Batka, in terms of Batka's experience and mm. stuff like that. But obviously, Batka is an older player and no offence to Batka. He knows it and everyone knows it, but... He shouldn't have to play every game, every game. Mm. He does when he comes on and he does a marvellous job for us. Um, but naturally, you know, his body may take a toll or whatever. Um, sure, but and you've got to manage his minutes. Manage his minutes, exactly. Um, but Ned is a great uh, great replacement, to be honest with you. Um, Left-footed, left so it helps. Like usually we have Carl that sticks in on the centre-back sometimes. Sure. Um, but it frees up Carl to stay left. Uh, and he's a young bloke, Ned, but you know, he will learn, and like I'm learning from the likes of us, Ned can learn from the likes of me, and vice versa. And we just, you know, he will learn his trade. But he's a he's a good kid. Um, he wants to win, and as long as you have that attitude and you're open to learning, you're open to criticism, you know, you got a good a good start in the game. So, during the previous segment with the women, uh, we were talking about unsung heroes, and I think the man playing in front of you falls into <laughs> that category. Roxy. My boy, Roxy, yeah. yeah. He's unbelievable. Like, no, he's just, the most underrated goat ever. I think it was, uh, I think it might have been Johan Cruyff who said about Sergio Busquets, you know, if you watch the game, you don't see Busquets. But if you watch Busquets, you see the game. 
And that's yeah. that. Sometimes I just, you know, if I'm not calling the game, sometimes I just spend ten minutes at a time watching what Roxy does, and he's mm. so understated, you don't mm. notice it. But all of his contributions are so important, massively. And you know, he, he we miss him when he's not there, massively, man. I mean, as a as a six in front of the the centre backs, it's it's a massive help to someone like Roxy. Um, he just you know cuts off play, you know, wins his headers. He's very, you know, he's he's just. A delight to play with. As soon as mm. when I play with Roxy, it's like, all right, at least my life's going to be a tad easier today. It's it's a comfortable feeling. It's very comfortable. Yeah. That's what you need. Roxy's a very consistent, you know, consistent performer. Um, Does he talk to you at all on the pitch? Just not a word during games because he's one of the quietest guys off it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, to be honest, with you, <laughs> no, no, he talks a little bit too fair, Roxy, but not like not as much as you'd expect a bloke to talk in his world. Um, but hey, I'd happily have. A person that doesn't talk and performs like Roxy every every week. So, Roxy's a great um, a great player for us, and you know, hopefully, he can keep you know stay fit, whatever. Because um, yeah, we definitely do miss him when uh, Roxy's not in the team. Absolutely. Well, coming to the end of the Lions Den tonight, we're looking ahead to a weekend's match against Dovedon, which will be live streamed on the Preston Lions Facebook page, as uh, will all the uh, men's games this season. Uh, so if you can't get down to Dovetown, you can watch it live on the Facebook, but much prefer you there in person. We want that atmosphere. We mm. want to be able to carry our boys to a win. And, you know, that away support makes makes all the difference in a tight game, right? Massive. Massive. Not just for us, but it gets in the other team's heads. Mm. You know, even if they don't reckon, re- realize it, it does. At NPL 3 level, they're not used to it. Exactly. Exactly. And we appreciate it as a, as a team that the fans come, you know, home and away. Uh, but it does definitely definitely does help and we will repay the favor um each game it will happen so well get down to Doveton this weekend to support the senior men as they uh go for another three points it will be four wins from four if you can get it done in the league so will be four wins from four confident man next to me when it's done james harron exactly. jimmy h thank you so much for your company <laughs> pleasure, on the lines then tonight and uh pleasure. best of luck for the weekend even though it sounds like you don't need it Thank you very much, Josh. You appreciate it. Thanks for having me. We'll sign off tonight on the Lions, Dan. If you missed any of tonight's show, it'll be up on the FNR podcast platforms or you can just watch the replay straight after we go off air. Look forward to seeing you down at Dufton this weekend and uh, have a great weekend and hopefully we'll be coming back with uh, six points between our two senior teams. Good night. Preston, Preston, near post City. It's in. And again, Warren Speak has a hand in it. Andrew Zinni scores the goal. Not only are the fans winning on the terrace, as the team are winning on the pitch. Two goals in two minutes. 2-1 up. Preston Macadonia, and we've got an invasion on it. Cross field ball for Tedeschi to try the spectacular. It's brilliant. Is it over the line? Yes. What's a goal from Alex Tedeschi. It's the winner. What a great goal by Kuleski. The crowd has gone wild, ladies and gentlemen. The Preston Lions are the Premiership champions. Cross forward the back post. There it is. And is that the goal that takes them up? Through ball for Speak. He's in the box. Back for Cole. Cole square. Here's a chance for Smith. Smith, yes, it's there. Smith, Smith doing the damage. 1-0.